I think just writing down like, what do I already have set in stone? Like, I know I'm going to get money from this event that's already coming. I know I'm going to post this and it's going to lead to this many sales. Like these are the things I have every month that are not, I want to say standard. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Sarah Albert of Sarah Paints Rappers. Sarah, it's great to have you on the show. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Definitely super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Sarah so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And it all started with three paintings for her own house, Biggie, Childish Gambino, and Drake. And as people visited, requests for different rappers came in and her brand started to grow. And when her friends started to introduce her, they said, this is Sarah and she paints rappers. And I knew, and she knew that she had found a fun niche and it's what she's stuck to. Sarah, great to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCL community? I am. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So I know I touched on what I like to call your CEO story with Legend to Get Started. Could you take us through a little bit more about that and what led you to get started with all the awesome work you're doing? Of course. It's so weird to hear the word CEO and like me. But so, like I said, I did a few in college. Um, it kind of became my need to like what people introduced me as, which was just like a fun not like joke, but it was kind of a joke with me and my friends. Like, we were like, this is Sarah. She paints rappers. And then I had college spring break my senior year and I really wanted to go. And so I painted Post Malone and I sold it to 10 people and that paid for my college spring break. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Nice. Right. And it's so funny how big it is now in comparison to that. <laughs> but I graduated college. I joined hospitality where I worked 60 hours a week. So I really didn't have a lot of time for SPR. But when I did, I painted it every once in a while. I would do commissions and I would do different art festivals in Atlanta they had a few where I would just plan it for the whole weekend. And like, there was like art vendors, food vendors, all different things. And I did that and that went really well. It was, that was kind of my play on, do I do this or do I not do this? It was like kind of like testing the water and seeing people walk past my sign, like every single person who read Sarah Paints Rappers, it started this conversation. And that's when I was like, wow, I, I really do think I have something here and played with it a little more my next year of college I moved to the or next year of out of college moved to DC um had an even busier job and then got furloughed so then I had all of this time that I have never had before because of the pandemic and I kind of panicked at that point and flew home to my parents and that's I had like a ton of my painting supplies there and at that point I reached out to all these people who throughout the year had asked for commissions and I responded and I was like, I finally have this time to do it. I did like eight commissions and they all take 30 hours each mm -hmm. in a row, which I've never, usually if I do like one painting, I kind of like lose my creative juices mm -hmm. and I'm really like glad that I got to do eight in a row. And then my mom came up with the idea of doing paint by number kits. And I was like, this will go nowhere. I didn't think anyone would want to buy it, but my grandma would buy it. And that would be kind of be the end of the day. <laughs> and I sold like a hundred 
really fast. And that's where the paper numbers came from. And I think that's what turned it from an Etsy side hustle to like, hey, this could really sustain me. And then I was bartending and one of our uh, managers was like, I need an idea for people to come and do this outside, but socially distanced, like something that's fun, but they're gonna stay in their seat. And that's where I came up with the paint and sips. And that got big so fast that I quit the bartending. And then I did, I've done my art business full-time for eight months now. It's crazy. Awesome. Yeah, that is, that's awesome. That's what I would definitely say. And I, I appreciate you sharing the whole entire journey as well too. And even talking about how, you know, you kind of tested it out just to see before you jumped into it. Cause I think so many times people think, you know, you hear and hear all the success that you've been able to have and think it was like from zero to 60. Um, and it was a process. It sounds like for you to kind of de definitely get to where you are. Right. People are like, oh, it's so cool. You're an entrepreneur, but it's really, I panicked. I like, I didn't have a job. I had to figure out where my rent was coming from. And it, I'm lucky enough that it's something I loved, but it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to quit my job and pursue my passion. It was, okay, where's my rent bill? You know, where's that yeah. coming? From? And it ended up being my art. Yeah. And often what they say, necessity can be the mother of invention. And um, as somebody who has been laid off and, and been in, you know, dire situations and frustrating situations, um, it's definitely, you know, great things have come about from there. So it's great to hear how you kind of been able to kind of, you know, turn that around and do all the awesome things that you're doing. So I, I know you touched on a little bit on like how you work with your clients and how you serve them. Could you take us through a little bit more about that and what we can find on um, your site and all the awesome things you're doing? So I have an Etsy account that has my paint by number kits and my canvas prints. It's funny. I was so excited about it being a canvas print business, but now at this point, I'm almost exclusively a paint by number business. I have- And what do you mean by paint by number? So I turn my paintings into paint by number kits. So right. it's my friend is a graphic designer and she took my paintings and did an outline of it. And then we matched it to 16 colors mm. that are- in most of my paintings and people can do like paint by numbers at home of my art. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. It, I've sold, I think over 500 of them since nice. I've started. And I have those available on my website. I do paint by number events where I travel between DC, Atlanta and New York, which has been so fun over the pandemic. And yeah, I, I used to do art festivals and conventions. Hopefully when that comes to play again, I'll be back doing those. Yeah. Well, no, I, I appreciate, you know, hearing the, the different ways you've been able to kind of, you know, take, you know, what you said was that that passion that you had and it kind of has manifested itself into so many different ways. And it definitely sounds like there's just like a lot of different opportunities that you have potentially brewing just by having, you know, leaning into your passions and now being able to kind of take care of all those important things. Right. And it's all about like who you meet at your different events. And like those have led to so much, like so many good ideas and so many different parts of my business just like taking other people's ideas into consideration. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I appreciate you for, for mentioning that because I think so many times too, um, there you hear the phrase kind of like there's nothing new under the sun, but sometimes the best in inventions or the, the best kind of innovations, I should say, are sometimes when you see something someplace else and then you incorporate it into your business. It might be a completely different industry or a completely right. different idea, but sometimes just having that spin on it is where things come from. How can I make this better? Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce, and this could be for yourself or the business or a combination of both, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? TikTok. Mm. So I invited a DC influencer to one of my events. They were the cutest couple. They came and did an awesome video about one of my events and tagged my Instagram in it. I had a thousand followers by the end of I think the next day, the end of the, or the end of the weekend, I had gained 2000 followers. Nice. I had like, I want to say it was a hundred K views on the, or views on that TikTok. I paid nothing for them to come to my event. And that's where my whole business has grown so much. Just getting different TikTok influencers to come to my event and it's good for them. And it's good for me because they get a lot of followers. The restaurant I'm doing the event gets a lot of feedback and I haven't paid for marketing since I've used TikTok. I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have. But what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I mean, I would go back to that, um, what I just said, TikTok, but also using the resources around you. So my best friend, Gabby, she's in sales. So I used her. My other friend, is really analytical, so I used him for my finance. I, my mom is so creative. She came up with my paint-by-number ideas. Everything creative-wise, I bounce off her. My dad is my, like, piece of, not piece of mine, like, my realistic soundboard. Like, mm-hmm. I'll call, I want to do this huge thing. You know, like, let's just send it. And he's like, okay, like, let's talk about the numbers. Let's talk about a similar event you've done before. And he really grounds me and helps me decide, like, is this a good idea? or like a good risk to go forward with. So instead of paying for marketing or paying for someone to do your SEOs, just see like who you already have in your back pocket and taking advantage of that and using their advice as well. And Google. Yes, absolutely. And um, I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you would tell your younger business self. Don't panic. Like it always comes together. I have done it for 10 months full time, where it's like obviously my rent payments are reliant on it and like my normal lifestyle. And at the beginning of every month, no matter what, I'm like, this is the month people are going to be over it. Like this is a month events aren't going to sell out. I want to say like I've learned from it, but I haven't yet. But um, every month I'm like, this is it. Like I go in panic mode the first seven days of the, of the month. And then by the end of the month, it always comes together. I've doubled my sales goals um, in the past few months. And so just like, it's, it's going to come together. Don't panic, like trust your business. Yeah, I love that. And, and, and was there anything that you kind of do on a regular basis to, to kind of make sure that you get um, I don't know the word I'm going to say unpanic. That's the first word that's coming to mind so that you can not, you know, let that kind of, you know, take you from the work that you've been able to do and the things that you've been able to build. I think just writing down, like, what do I already have set in stone? Like, I know I'm going to get money from this event that's already coming. I know I'm going to post this and it's going to lead to this many sales. Like these are the things I have every month that are not, I want to say standard mm-hmm. that I'm going to get every month. And like, this is what I have to do to reach these goals. And as long as I do them, it's going to work out. It's like what work you put into it, you're going to get 
that's what you're going to get. And that's one of my favorite parts about being my own um, CEO, my own. <laughs> it's like one of the worst and one of the best parts. Definitely appreciate that. And I wanted to ask you now for what I call my absolute favorite question. We touched on this a little bit, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Sarah, what does being a CEO mean to you? I think uh, being my own CEO is being flexible, knowing what I put into my work, I'm going to get out just to me, which is the coolest thing. Um, Getting to meet new people is huge for me. Like the interactions I have as being my own boss. I think that's it. Yeah. Just like the flexibility is this whole new world for me. Cause I I've always worked so many hours in my past jobs, which I've loved. I love hospitality. I love my art either way. I'm have like two awesome options for my career, but I've never had this. Like I want to go out on a Friday and that's okay. Cause on Saturday I'll double time my work, you know, like I can decide when I'm putting the work that I need to put in goes in. Yeah. That, that makes so much sense. I love that definition, that perspective. And for lack of being, you know, for not trying to sound cheesy or anything, it's kind of like you're an artist and you get to kind of paint the picture of your day and what you're trying to do to impact. And like you said, if you decide that you want to do something on Friday, you have that opportunity to put in that work and that time and energy on another day. And you kind of can kind of paint that canvas how you want it to be painted. It's funny. Sometimes my roommate will come home and like, all I've done is paint all day and I have my coffee and I've been painting all day. And that's my job. Like that's, what pays my bills is I sit down and I watch a movie and I paint who I want to paint. And that's the weirdest reality for me. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But it's so um, interesting, you know, as as much as things have changed, as you mentioned, TikTok being a huge part of your, your secret sauce and how, now, you know, at this time, you can go direct to consumer, you have all these tools that are available to you to reach directly to who potentially might want your products and services. That's never been that's that's unheard of. And now it's something that we're living in right now. I think the TikTok community and I can't make my own videos. I wish I could. I wish I was better at it. But the TikTok community like really amps up small businesses, like any small business. I've seen like nail salons grow. I've seen like pizza shops grow these like small delivery charcuterie boards, like people really want like extra, I think like they're doing that extra interaction on small business websites, that extra like, that extra share where I don't think you see that in Instagram, Facebook, other social media. So that's a really weird, cool feature of TikTok and their community. Yeah, it's definitely something that's exciting. And you get that opportunity to build that true community as well, too, and support, you know, different initiatives as well. So truly appreciate that, Sarah. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. So the best way to contact me is my Instagram. It's Sarah Paints Rappers. I have a website as well that has some of my package details for virtual events for in-person events for my calendar. But honestly, I would always say my Instagram is my best form of contact. And I have my email on there linked as well. And my Etsy members. Awesome. 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 And to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes too, so that everybody can get a hold of you, but truly appreciate all the awesome work that you're doing. I I look forward to having you back on to hear how much more growth that you've had as well too. And uh, looking forward to the next time we speak. So thanks for taking time out. 
thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.